This is KCIM Carroll. It's the MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show with Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, Lanton. Good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome, of course, here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Jeff Blankman with you here today. Again, we've got a boatload of interviews coming up. Andrew Klink, the Kemper Girls basketball coach, waiting here. We'll have Katie Cook to follow that. Then we'll talk with Randy Beeson, Sean Minahan, Deb Danner, Eric Noggle, Gary Schmitz, Shane Vaughn, and we'll wrap things up with Sam Vanami, the Carol Girls wrestling coach. And again, we'll have this podcast for you afterwards. So if you miss an interview, you can go back to the website and listen to it later on today at sports.1380kcim.com. Very busy night last night. If you heard the sports this morning, it was long, lots of local sports. I'm going to give you everything again, but not as much individual stuff as we're going to cut this one a little bit quicker. Uh, we'll start off girls basketball. Carroll Falls last night to, to Carlisle at 57-52. to Cameron Shable led the way for the Tigers with 19. Kemper Falls to Atlantic, 35-24. Elsa Tiefenthaler at 8 points and 5 steals. I.K. Manning downs Audubon, 56-24. It was... Uh, Mabel Langle leading the Wolves with 20 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 steals. Audrey Jensen led Audubon with 12 points and 6 rebounds. Elsewhere in girls basketball, Glenn Ralston down Coon Rapids Baird, 67-53. Tyler Jansen, 34 for the Wildcats last night. It was Brady Clayberg with a double-double, 16 points, 12 rebounds, 5 steals for the Crusaders. South Central Calhoun rolls by Storm Lake St. Mary's, 50-17. Kylie Schleichman, 14 points, 5 rebounds, five assists, seven steals. Arweva gets their fourth straight win, beating Booyer Valley 53-49. Maggie Regaler, 17 points to go with it, six rebounds. It was Isak falling to Emmitsburg 40-27 last night. Mary Bontrager, 13 points, six rebounds. And Emma Stream had 17 last night for Peyton Chardin, but they lose to Xyro Corn Kimbledon at 69-19. to Boys' side of things, it was a Kemper beating Atlantic 82-63. Carter Putney, 18 points to go with seven rebounds. Carroll rallies to beat Carlisle 68-66. Bryce Burlaw finishes up with 17 points, three assists. Coonabins Bear downs Glidden Ralston 68-34. Cal Hayden, 26 points, eight rebounds in the win. Ethan Olberding had nine points for the Wildcats in the loss. I.K. Manning over Audubon 55-38. It was Caden Keller with seven points to go with it. 10 rebounds uh, for uh, the ICAM Manning Wolves for Audubon. Carson Bauer led them with 15. Arweva beats Booyer Valley 62-21. to Wyatt Regaler 11 points, 9 rebounds, and 3 assists in th- that victory. South Central Calhoun knocks off Storm Lake St. Mary 65-42. Eli Wheelock had 14 points in the win. It was Eastack County falling to Emmitsburg 41-39. Brody Beckman finished up with 11 in the loss. Isak wrestling. They were up at the Spirit Lake tournament. They go one and three on the night, finishing up in seventh place, losing uh, to Lake Mills, sixty-eight to nine. Had one winner by fall. That was Seth Donaldson. They lost last night to MOC Floyd Valley, sixty to sixteen. Uh, Charlie Vite won by major decision there, twelve to nothing. They fell to West Lyon, fifty-six to twenty-one. Couple of winners by fall: Garrett Ortner and Charlie Vite, and they would defeat Sioux City North, fifty-one to thirty for their lone win. Bunch of falls in that one. Uh, Braden Burns, Chandler Lair, also uh, Seth Donaldson, and Caden Erpelding all won by fall. And again, we'll take a look at that uh, local schedule for today. Coming up, we're going to step away. Andrew Klink's to join us next right here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. 
It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Jeff Blank been joined here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show by Kemper Girls Basketball Coach Andrew Clank. And Coach, as always, good to catch up with you. It's good to, good to be here, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Coach, you guys come out of the break, got the game in on Tuesday night against Dennis and Schleswig, uh, played last night uh, against Atlantic at home. Go one and one on the week. Let's start with the game that was a little better game for you. That was the game on Tuesday. 19-0 in the first quarter. I think up 23-0 uh, before they scored in the second quarter. So what went so well for you on Tuesday night? You know, I we played really well really well defensively. Um, and our defense led to our offense. We got, you know, buckets in transition. We got um, great offense because of that, because we were putting ourselves in, in a position to be successful. Um, we, we got out to a fast start. Uh, we locked down on the defensive side and obviously just started to just kind of snowball into a into a big lead. And, and the girls never lost that intensity. I was trying to follow that game on our video feed as I was back in the office uh, working and monitoring games and it just looked like they played with that insane intensity really all game. Yeah, I, I mean, it was kind of foot on the gas, no break kind of mentality for them. And it was good to see. I mean, that's what we've been talking about. That's what we've been working on is, you know, you get a little bit of run going, don't stop, keep going. Um, you know, that, that, that momentum just keeps building and building and building. Um, and, you know, that really showed that night uh, where we really, you know, put the foot on the gas and we just kept going forward. We didn't stop. We weren't saying, hey, we're okay with where we're at. We just kept plugging forward, which was good to see. What did you like to see out of the offense for the execution that night, able to get good looks? Uh, you know, attacking the hoop, um, and not just attacking the hoop to score, but attacking the hoop, looking for other teammates, whether it was on the perimeter, uh, whether it was around the hoop, by attacking, drawing that extra defender. Uh, we did a really good job of that. Um, I believe we had 13 or 14 assists that night. So, I mean, we were, we were sharing the basketball, um, did a really good job of, of helping each other out to get those easy looks at the rim. Coach, I, I heard you say in the postgame that night that Keanu Schultz is, is, is a tough player to defend uh, for Dennis and Schleswig. I thought you guys did a pretty good job on her that night. You mentioned defense stood out for you uh, early. How were you guys able to contain her for most of the night? Uh, you know, uh, she, she's a heck of a player. Um, you know, we, we talked in our scouting report, you know, that she we had to take her away because she has the ability to really go off. Um, and she, you know, we made her earn her, earn her buckets and, you know, she... She got her stuff at the line. She got her stuff around the hoop. She got her stuff on the perimeter uh, when we when we made her work hard for it, uh, which is what I told the girls. I'm like, she's good enough. She's going to get her points, but make her work hard for it. Um, you know, I think kudos to the girls that, that uh, stepped up and def defended her, um, you know, really, really locked her down um, as well as they could. Um, and that really helped us as a whole, you know, continue to grow that lead, especially early on and sustain it happy with Tuesday night. I hate to bring up Friday night. Uh, it was a good first quarter. Uh, you get up nine to six in the first quarter, led by as many, I think, as six in the second quarter. Um, playing pretty good basketball, but it was just one of those nights that the, the ball didn't go in the hoop. So you, you get some good offense on Tuesday, and then it just doesn't follow through for a second straight game. Yeah, I mean, and you, you tell me that we give up 35. I, I would take that <laughs> Every day, uh, that's just a great defensive effort. And you know the way we started, I'm like, all right, here we go. This is, you know, we're continuing to build off of Tuesday night. 
and then we just we, we couldn't we couldn't get the ball in the hoop. Um, I think a lot of that just came down to um, you know our our mental capacity. We were you know lacking a little bit of confidence, especially in that in that second quarter into the third quarter. And it was just like you know that that's tough to break through sometimes. And I think you know as you go through the season, you're going to have that. But it's how do you bust out of that lull and get back to where you are supposed to be. Was it anything that Atlantic did defensively? I thought their length, especially up top in that zone defense, gave you guys problems kind of getting passes where maybe you wanted them to go? Yeah, you know, I, I think we, we got away from looking at the hoop and we started looking away from the hoop. Uh, you know, credit to them for, I mean, they're long, they're athletic. I mean, they, they got five girls on the floor that are, you know, are well, well-rounded as far as basketball players. Um, and and we, we started working away from the hoop. We got, we got a, a little timid. And it hurt us because you know they're they're athletic enough. They get those steals. They get out in transition. You know they they got a numbers game, and you know they'll, they'll take full advantage of that. Coaches, as you guys got into that second quarter, um, what were you telling the girls defensively, and, and what stood out for you about the way you were playing defensively? You know, we had a game plan coming in. Uh, the girls executed really well. Um, you know, it was make you know Peyton harder. Uh, she's a phenomenal basketball player. Make yep. her make her earn her buckets. Uh, the Jensen girl, she's another phenomenal basketball player. You know, make her earn her buckets, uh, and you know, in a sense, it was, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be tough defensively. Uh, we gotta do the little things really, really well. And I thought for the, the whole game, I thought we did a really good job of doing those little things well. We just couldn't, you know, comp. We couldn't. I don't know what the word to use is, but you know, we couldn't use that to our benefit on the offensive end. And what jumps out at me, and I should have said this on on Friday night, Doug and I kept talking about the, the missed shots, and that was what kind of stood out for us. But. Um, when you can't get shots to fall, a lot of times it affects you negatively on the defensive end. That did not happen to those girls on Friday night. No, I, you know, and that's the thing is, I tell them like, if it happens, it happens. There's nothing you can do to change it except, you know, the next play, don't take a playoff. Don't get, you know, don't worry about it. Don't let it sit in your head. Just keep playing. Um, and I thought we did a good job of that. I just, we couldn't get that other side. We couldn't get over the hill on the other side, which is what we were continuing to try to do in those last, you know, two and a half quarters. Yeah, everybody's going to look at that final 35-24. It was not a double-digit game. Uh, it was much closer than that until Atlantic pulled away down the stretch. Uh, Coach, you guys got to bounce back right away. Got another one coming up later on today, 4 o'clock, a tip-off against East Sac County. I'll be out there on kick 106.7. Have you had a chance to look at East Sac? What do you know about them? Yeah, I, they're, they got some athletes. They got some shooters out on the perimeter. Um, you know, we don't see uh, East Sac as far as who they play and their opponents that they normally play. Uh, so, you know, getting getting the scouting report on them, it's, you know, it's going to have to be just us worrying about us playing basketball, worrying about us and how we do things and, and being able to execute um, both offensively and defensively. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Best of luck. We'll see you later on today. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. Head Coach Andrew Clank again with the Kimber Girls basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next year on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food. And you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Let's talk a little Carroll girls basketball right now. Joining us is, of course, head coach Katie Cook. And uh, Katie, as always, it's uh, good to catch up with you. How you doing? I'm I'm doing all right, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. Have a good holiday season. 
Yeah, absolutely. Good. What'd you guys focus on over the holidays? You've come out, played some pretty good basketball, especially offensively here since uh, the break. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, we've been working on shooting, uh, boxing out, and always defense. Yeah. Let's talk about the games. Uh, Tuesday went over to Boone. Absolutely rolled in that one, winning fifty-seven to twenty-five. Uh, those are fun games uh, when you go out and you can play like that. You know, when I, whenever I can just breathe a little bit, Jeff, I'm pretty happy. So, <laughs> no, coming, you know, coming out of the break, you never really know what you're going to get. We practice, you know, for so many times straight, and and um, just cross your fingers and hope it pays off. And the girls really came out ready to go. To their credit, what stood out for you about the way the offense executed on Tuesday? You know, we we shot really well, um, and we were fifteen for fifteen from the free throw line, which I thought was fantastic. Um, I was just and, and defensively, the girls bought in. You know, they executed our game plan really well. Who had good nights for you that night? I, I don't. I apologize. I don't have the stats here in front of me. No, uh, Shea Sennard had eighteen That's right. points. Yep. Um, Yep, and Kennedy Tyne came off the bench and scored. Uh, she had three threes, um, and and she had a two as well. She so she finished with eleven. If I remember right now, that you say that Shea had the first eight, and then Cam, them two combined for thirteen of your points in the first quarter. Yeah, I believe so. And then Kennedy came in. What stood out for you about the way Kennedy came in? That was maybe her best game of the season so far. Yeah, without without a doubt, you know, she just shot really well, you know, and that's that's her thing she's a great shooter um she understands what we're trying to do on the offensive end on the defensive end she's just all around a solid solid player for us to come in off the bench defensively um holding them to 25 what stood out for you with the the defensive effort because uh, you know they're a team that has struggled a little bit this time this year to score but not like that no we and we tried something a little different um we don't generally we don't press a ton, but um, and when we do, it's usually like a zone press. But we we went out and did a full court man, um, and it seemed to give them some trouble. Uh, and then in the half court, we we did a pressure man, switch screens. Um, so we just kind of gave them a different look, nothing they'd seen on film, and it was just kind of. I think it was fun for the girls. They were amped up to to put some pressure on. Do you think that kind of style is something you will see more from from you and the girls? Uh, does it help bring a little energy to this group, maybe? Oh, from time to time. It just depends. Honestly, it depends who we're playing. Um, you know, what kind of guards they have, um, what kind of post players they have. <laughs> it's all around. It just depends. Tuesday, uh, you guys get the win. You come home on Friday. You get ninth-ranked Carlisle coming in. Uh, played them well. Ended up falling 57-52. to 52. Had the lead a couple of different times in that game. But I uh, was talking with you during the break, and you said some offensive struggles, maybe second and third quarter, the difference in that game? Yeah, I think, I think we could have been a little more picky with our shot selection. We were rushing things. I think the girls were a little anxious, maybe a little nervous playing, uh, you know, a ranked team. Um, it's something we need that, that we need to get over. Um, I'd like to see them believe in themselves as much as I believe in them, you know, and and put that you know anxiousness aside uh, because we've got some really good ball players. Who played well for you? I know Cam led you guys in scoring with 19. How was she able to get those? Cameron, uh, let's see, she, yeah, she led us in scoring with 19, and it looks like, I'm looking at the book 
here from last night. She had four threes. Shot it well then, huh? She shot it well, yeah, which is nice to see. Um, yeah, and they Carlisle's a team that presses and, and I thought our guards did a good job of breaking their breaking their press. They didn't um turn it over too much. They didn't their press didn't really pay off much for them, I didn't think. Um, Olivia Rowetter came off the bench and had 11 points for us. She was really strong inside. Coach, did you feel like the defense played well against a team that that wants to press? They want to get turnovers and easy buckets, holding them to 57. Is that a good defensive effort? I No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that I might mean, be the response. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hold them to, you know, 40. That would be great. Um, but yeah, they're Carlisle's an excellent, excellent team. They had, um, Isabel Noring, all conference players had 25 points. We just had a tough time keeping her out of lane, keeping, and she had a couple threes as well in the second half, all around tough player to guard. She created enough problems where you guys got into foul trouble. Uh, her and their point guard, uh, Macy, or yeah, Macy Camito, I believe is her name. Um, both of them, very similar players, very quick off the dribble, like to get to the lane, can also shoot the three. So, you know, it seemed like if we could shut one of them down, the other one would score and, and vice versa. Um, and yeah, it, it, Caitlin got into foul trouble early and, and had to sit a little bit in the second quarter. Um, and, and we got in a situation at the end where we had to uh, foul to stop the clock and Maddie Tuning fouled up. And that hurts, uh, especially against their pressure defense. Uh, somewhat, yeah. I mean, they're they're a physical team. They their defense was excellent. Um, but again, I was proud of our girls. They Carlisle Carlisle would go on a run, and and we'd we'd answer back. Um, we didn't back down. Uh, we stuck in the game. We took the lead a, a few different times, um, and you know, lost by five. Uh, honestly, kind of a heartbreaker. I was. Um, you know, hoping to pull that one off at home. Coach, uh, you head on the road now over to ADM. Um, that's always been kind of a, a, a different gym, a, a maybe not always an easy gym to play in. Um, what are you looking at with the ADM squad this year? Yeah, I, always a good team when it comes to our conference. Um, and ADM has uh, the Stork sisters, um, and they've got good size inside. So we'll have to look at shutting down their inside game. And then um, on the flip side of things, uh, they play a zone with uh, the Stork sisters on the inside. So uh, we'll have to work on some zone offense. Well, Coach, as always, appreciate you joining us. Uh, wish you the best a lot coming up on Tuesday. I think we've got Nick down there broadcasting the game again on Tuesday night. So wish you the best of luck, and uh, we'll see you again here soon. All right. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Head coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. Attention truck drivers in Carroll and Corning. There are a lot of employment options out there. You want full-time work with excellent pay and awesome benefits because you're worth it. Darling Ingredients is looking for drivers at their Carroll and Corning locations. And you're home every night. If you have a Class A or B CDL, call now. 402-417-5975. That's 402-417-5975. Or go to darlingii.com and find out that you're worth a lot more to Darling Ingredients. 
Carroll Boys basketball team picking up a couple of big wins. A one a rally last night, the other one a comfortable win over at Boone on Tuesday night. Joining us to talk about that is their head coach, Randy Beeson. And coach, it's always good to catch up with you. Yeah, good to talk to you, Jeff. Randy, I haven't talked to you for a couple of weeks. Hopefully you guys had a, a good ha- holiday season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's always uh, fun to get some time off and uh, relax with your family and the kids get a chance to get away from me a little bit and, <laughs> and spend time with their family. And uh, But then it's always always fun to get back at it, too. You know, uh, you get a chance over Christmas break to put some new stuff in and refine some things that you've been working on all season. And then uh, you're right back in the swing of things. Let's talk about that game last night. Carlisle came in winless uh, talking to you during the commercial break. Didn't sound like they played like a winless team in that game, especially in the third quarter. No. Uh, you know, they, they you look at their schedule, uh, look at their, their record, and you go, man, uh, we just got to play well and we should be okay. We're playing on our home floor. But they did not come into the game thinking that uh, – that they uh, haven't won a game yet. They came in uh, with the mindset that they're going to find a way to spoil spoil us playing on our home floor. They made shots and, uh, you know, give give them credit. Our defense wasn't great. We tried to press, and they did a good job of breaking our, our press and getting some easy ones in transition, but then they still made shots, uh, contested shots, and uh, did a nice job. So uh, we, didn't, we didn't play our best half. But, uh, you know, we're leading 32-31, and we thought if we could just play a little bit better defense in the second half and take care of it a little bit better, that we'd be all right. But uh, they came out and scored 20 points in the third quarter, and uh, we were down six going in the fourth and made it, made it definitely exciting down the stretch. And not the kind of exciting that you probably want, Coach. What was the difference in the fourth quarter? You outscored them 23-18, to able to get out of there with a 68-66 victory. Yeah, uh, we got some deflections. Uh, you know, we're we're down seven with uh, four minutes to go. You know, so uh, it wasn't like we came out right away in the fourth quarter. Uh, every time we got a couple stops, it seemed like they'd come down and hit a big shot, or they'd get something easy. And uh, we didn't box out a couple times on free throws and gave up a couple of boards off a of free throw, which are just <laughs> just can't happen. And all of a sudden, they hit a big three off of those. And uh, you know, give our guys credit though. They battled till the way end. Uh, we got a couple, got a couple steals. We finished a couple easy ones around the basket. Uh, Bryce got going there uh, at the end of the fourth quarter. He hit a couple threes, uh, and then of course that that big one. Uh, we foul. They they make two free throws to go up one with uh, about 30 seconds to go, and we come down and and run a set. And our guys were under control. They didn't force it, and Bryce knocked down a big three with about eight seconds to go. Uh, to go up too, so uh, the the place was the place was packed. Uh, the crowd was going crazy. It was a great great atmosphere, great environment. It's fun playing on your on your home court with a great crowd, and uh, our guys were super excited. And I had to remind them we got eight seconds. <laughs> we got to get a stop uh, before something crazy happens. I had I had visions of Colin Lister hitting a half court shot uh, a few years ago, beating us uh, from Carlisle. Uh, but uh, really good job defensively at the end of the game. We switched a couple ball screens, and Evan Hammer came up and got a deflection and got a steal, and, and the game over, and we, we snuck one out. Uh, Coach, you mentioned that shot from a couple of years ago. hate to bring that one up, but you did. But um, it seems to me like you guys in Carlisle have had some really good battles here as of late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why I bring it up because it, it still uh, pains me to talk about it, but 
we went to their place uh, a couple of years ago too, and uh, they they didn't have a great season that year. It was the last regular season game, and we had to win that one. And Ballard had to lose in order to uh, share the conference title, yeah. and uh, we we lost that one. Ballard ended up losing, uh, so. That was a tough one. I, I haven't forgot about that one. Uh, you're right, the, the Colin Lister half-court shot uh, to beat us at our place. Uh, so we tell the guys all the time. I mean, they, they knew about all that stuff. Uh, we, we talk every every game that we play, we got to be ready to go. Uh, we don't take anything lightly. Uh, I just think our, our conference is pretty good. we got some really good teams. And, uh, you know, Carlisle averages 41 points a game, and they scored 66 points against us. So, we're definitely going to have to go back and look to see how, how we can be better. But, you know, sometimes there's games you see it on TV all the time. Uh, if, if you're not ready to go, good teams, uh, okay teams, uh, bad record teams, uh, they they can play well on any night. And uh, they did a really good job. So uh, i got to give enough credit to Carlisle. They played really hard. They didn't play like a team that hadn't won a game yet. Coach, let's bounce back to, to Tuesday. Uh, you guys go over to Boone, open up the second half of the season. A lot of other games got postponed that night because there had been some ice in the area, but roads were good enough and, and everybody able to get over there. Came away with a win uh, and a pretty good win that night. Uh, it was one of those where I, I think you felt like you got up, just not able to maintain things, if I remember right. Yeah, we started off really well. I think we were up 23-11 after the first quarter. Yep. Uh, we made some shots. We actually made two threes in the first quarter and then didn't make any threes after that. I think we ended up going like two for 15 from three-point line. Uh, we had some guys in foul trouble, too. So uh, we fought through some adversity. You know, uh, some strange things have happened the last couple of games, and we still found a way to win those games. And uh, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, you're on the, the other end of that uh, when you have to fight through some adversity. So we talked about that a lot uh, after last night's win, uh, even after the game against Boone. You know, we got up big. It was 20 points for a while. Ended up being a nine-point game uh, in the fourth quarter. And our guys uh, stayed uh, stayed composed and were under control and found a way to finish that game. So, uh, yeah, give our guys credit. Uh, Evan Hammer was really good Huge. on Tuesday. Had 24 points, uh, a bunch of rebounds, and they got a double-double. And, uh, you know, last night he was, he was really good as well. So, we got some guys that are doing some things. Uh, you know, uh, last night we had a couple guys sitting out. Some guys are hurt. Some guys are sick. Uh, so fighting through all that stuff, fighting through foul trouble on Tuesday, uh, are are things that are going to help you down the stretch. You know, different guys are playing different positions. Different guys are going to have to step up. And it's fun when you can trust uh, your teammates and still go out and make plays and trust that your teammates are going to help you out no matter who's out there. Coach, uh, head to ADM on Tuesday, as you mentioned. There's not really a night off in this conference, so going to be tested. I think Nick's got the game for us again on Tuesday night. What are you looking at? Have you had a chance to really look at them much? Not really. I mean, you you watch them when they're playing other teams that that you've played or that you're getting ready for, uh, you know, but... They got a Division One football player as their center. Uh, he's a lefty. He's pretty athletic. Uh, he's got quick feet, uh, and he's a big body, so uh, he takes up a lot of room uh, underneath. And then they got some some really good guards. The bright kid's a really good shooter. They got some other guards that are pretty athletic. So it uh, should be a fun one on the road. You know, makes it makes it uh, even tougher. Uh, so we'll definitely. Uh, uh, have a good day of practice on Monday and be ready to go because uh, it'll be a big one on Tuesday. Well, Coach, enjoy the weekend if you can. Appreciate you joining us. Congrats on the 2-0 and week, and best of luck coming up next uh, Tuesday against ADM. 
Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate appreciate the coverage. The three games in a row, that's awesome. Appreciate all you guys, uh, everything that you guys do. You bet. Head coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up right here on KCIM. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. John, what are you doing? Get in my car. Why are you walking to work? Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They are draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait, you're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around. $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SMART for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code SMART. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SMART for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SMART. MC Country Cafe Coaches Show rolling on on this a Saturday morning. Sean Minahan, the head coach for the top-ranked team in the Hawkeye 10 Conference, joining us. Sean Minahan right now, Kemper Boys basketball coach. Knights pick up another conference win on Friday night over Atlantic after beating Dennis and Schleswig on a Tuesday. Coach, first of all, appreciate you joining us. Second of all, congrats on another great week. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, yeah, guys are, guys are playing well. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Coach, this team's pretty special right now. Uh, you guys finally jumping into the rankings, I think getting some of the recognition that maybe should have gotten a little earlier in the season. Is that something that you guys worry about at all? No, I, I honestly just – I mean, I looked at the state ones just out of curiosity because I know the state ones will play an impact on seedings. Um, but that's the only reason I would care about it. I mean, as far as rankings go, I don't, I don't look up a whole lot. I just want to know um, what are our chances of getting seeds and, and, and looking at, you know, potential, you know, postseason stuff. Let's bounce back to Tuesday. Dennis and Schleswig came in. They were kind of the preseason favorite for quite a few people in the conference. You guys had already beaten them over there. Um, they get out to a quick start, jumped on you early, and think got up double digits if I remember. Um, but you guys didn't panic. The guys just kind of stayed within themselves, rallied back, and you end up getting the five-point win. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple of guys that, you know, we, we had some good looks that didn't go. We, we, pr- we had a couple of guys press a little bit, but at the same time, that's where our depth comes in key. And we had other guys step up and, and play some important roles for us. DJ got in foul trouble that game early on. Um, you know, other guys stepped up, Carter Putney um, and uh, Ben Gherkin played really good minutes for us in, off the bench, gave us, spark, sp- gave us some energy spark. And, um, you know, guys just continue to do the little things and that was that was one of our best defensive performance if not our best defensive performance of the year was that game what was it about the defense that stood out for you communication just the way they they uh rotated um they made switches when they were necessary they rebounded um really competed we gave up a couple easy runouts early on um which kind of allowed for them to get a little momentum early and you know once we cleaned up the defensive rebounding as a team um you know, it might not give us quite as many transition looks, but that's where, you know, you just play fast, push, push the tempo, and you can still create some good opportunities. I get the sense it's probably something you talked to the guys about before that game was having beaten them over there, you knew you were going to come out, they were going to give you their best shot early if you could kind of withstand that and settle in and just play your game. Right, and that's where, you know, uh, 
I, I said to you last night was we, it was kind of a prove it game where we want to step up and uh, prove that the first game wasn't a fluke that you know we we can't we can not only beat you once we can beat you the second time and and we can do it different ways the first time we did it with scoring and the second time we did it with defense so that was fun to do it and not only do it win twice but do it in two different ways. When did you feel like you guys got that game under control? I know you only won by five, so it was tight all the way through. But when did you feel like, okay, we've settled in there now playing our game? Oh, uh, you know, mid-second quarter, you started to see mm -hmm. a little bit of it. Yep. Third quarter, you really started to see it. And then fourth quarter, we really we played really well in the fourth quarter down the stretch. But as far as when I felt good about the game is when, <laughs> when the last buzzer sounded. What stood out for you down the stretch, though, about the way you guys played? Um, you know, I think DJ fouled out with like three minutes to go. So, uh, you know, Ben and Carter came in and, and it did a really good job for us down the stretch from adding length, adding their with their athleticism, they could still rebound. Um, Dawson Gifford had a really good game rebounding. Evan Adams had a great, I think Evan Adams had 11 rebounds that game. So, um, you know, just guys stepping up and doing important things for us. You guys hosted Atlantic on a Friday night, the conference game. Uh, out of the two games you play with them, picked up an 80-63 to 63 victory. Uh, I kind of said it to you last night in the postgame. This was just a steady game. I, I thought you did a lot of really good things. Um, you, you just kind of maintained a lead and kept building it throughout the game. Atlantic would make a run. You'd, you'd get it up to 14, they'd cut it to 9, and then you'd build it to 16, and they'd cut it to 11, and you just kind of slowly pulled away. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was I said, uh, you know, Coach Trying on the bench, and I'm just like, gosh, I just we so close to quite just putting them away. Couldn't quite slam the door. Um, you know, I kind of wanted, I was hoping to get the, you know, our last guys in there a few extra minutes out there. Um, but you know, and then it kept they kept playing hard and they kept making plays and they made tough plays on the stretch. And, you know, so we just had to keep battling. But you know, I was really proud of our, our guys what they did. You know, even our starting five did a lot of good things, but our, our second five did a lot of really good mm -hmm. things um, at the end of the third, and then again at the end of, in the mid mid fourth. I thought they did and showed that that second group of five is really talented in their own way. Coach, you and I talked a little bit last night. I think you felt like you could do a little bit better defensively. Um, is it nice to get a game like this at this point to kind of show you some things that you need to work on defensively maybe? You know, I mean, it's just a reminder that we're not, you know, we had such a good defensive game on Tuesday. You know, it's nice that, like, oh, hey, our defense still has work to do, like you said. So um, it just it, it reemphasizes the importance of showing up every game and that, um, like, we're not at our peak. We can still get better. Um, and that's exciting is the fact that we're playing this well and we're capable of more. So that's exciting. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing offensively. You put up 80. Uh, you said last night that you, you'd like to make a few more of the free throws. Uh, the, you know, you got to the free throw line. You like to, to make a few more of those. That's kind of one of those things that it's like this offense is clicking, but there's still more out there. Absolutely. I mean, we shot 57% from the free throw line. So that's, but we got to the free throw line 26 times. That's yep. good. That means we're being aggressive and attacking the rim. Um, part of that was, you know, I think they were purposely found a little bit to try to, you know, create opportunity, create a couple extra possessions for themselves down the stretch a little bit. But, um, you know, we just got to make sure we're stepping in, stepping up, knocking down those free throws. It's a, it's, I mean, we're one of the top three shooting teams in the state yep. from, from the perimeter. So uh, cap we're, we're more than capable of being better free throw shooters. So we're just going to have to keep, keep working on that. Said to Carter Putney last night, I thought he played his best game of the year last night. You've seen them all. Was that last his last night his best game? Oh, for sure. And it wasn't just offensively. I mean, he's been doing the little things all year long. He rebounds. He hustles. He plays good defense. Uh, you know, he can make the extra pass. But 
you know, he, he kind of pre- he was kind of rushing some shots early on and before Christmas break and in the last couple of games, he, you know, he had a three in the last game. I think he had three before Christmas break too. It's just more smooth, more relaxed. And when he does that, he's a good shooter. He was a good shooter for us last year. So it's nice to see him knock down some shots for us again. ESAC coming up later on this afternoon. What are you thinking about that matchup? Um, not sure if they'll go two, three. They've shown some two, three on film. Haven't got, have to dive in a little bit more on film on them. Um, with that land game last night, but um, you know, it's we're a tough team to go zone against with our ability to shoot the basketball and play multiple guys and spread people out. But at the same time, we have, we haven't seen a lot of zone this year. So um, if we do see that, how how do we handle that? Can we still do we settle for outside shots or can we still you know work the basketball around and create good looks? Um, and you know, if they go man, it's it's one of the things where I don't know how much they play man. So can we take advantage of that? Uh, you know, schematically for ourselves. Well, coaches, always appreciate you joining us here on Saturday morning. Congrats again on a great start to the season and a great week. Thank you. Head coach Sean Minahan again with the uh, Kemper Boys basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. Carroll Boys swim team got off to an outstanding start to the second half of the season, uh, rolling by Atlantic on Thursday night, outscoring them 112 points to 37. Joining us right now to talk about that and how the second half of the season looks is head coach Deb Danner. And coach, as always, it's good to catch up with you. Yeah, it's always good to be here. Deb, I, I'm guessing that uh, you guys had a really good uh, holiday break as far as getting work in because it looked like the boys came out and swam really well on Thursday night. Yeah, um, we got some good workouts in. We we had a little bit of fun also, but, yeah, you, we we definitely got um, put, in, put in some uh, yardage between Christmas and New Year, so... It was a little rough there before Christmas break, but I think we made up for it during uh, the break. So was that the main goal, um, kind of between break, was uh, to to just get a lot of yards in? Well, quality yards. Um, you know, we worked on a lot of a lot of things, um, stroke technique, uh, turns, uh, things like that. But, um, yeah, you know, we kind of crank up the yards a little bit to work them a little bit harder knowing we don't have any meets coming up. You mentioned you had a little fun. What were some of the fun things you do to keep the guys uh, kind of motivated? Well, we take one day and we just we do a triathlon, um, kind of introduce them to the triathlons a little bit. Uh, some of them really end up enjoying it. Some of it not so much, but <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, but I, I've actually had some of these boys end up doing triathlons over the summer because they decided they kind of like doing that. So, um, you know, it, it keeps them in the water. It keeps them active all summer long. So um, I think that's a good thing for them. But, uh, yeah, you know, and then we, we take one day where we just kind of have fun. We, we played some basketball, played some ultimate frisbee. Um, just, just have a little bit of fun one day just kind of give them a little bit of a break and then you know back to the grind in the water so looks like the guys though really ready to be back in the water on uh, Thursday night how did th- how do you feel like things went 
Oh, um, things went great. We we uh, totally mixed up their events, uh, came some new events, and uh, really saw some pretty nice things out of those events. Um, kind of changed things around for the way that they're swimming today. So, uh, you know, that, that kind of worked out really well for me. What were some of the events you changed and, and, and were really happy with? Yeah, so uh, we had Legan swim the breaststroke, and he was going to be swimming the 100 free today, but we decided to put him in the 100 breaststroke instead, knowing that he could probably place higher there than in the 100 free. So we did that. Um, we had changed, uh, I believe Weston got switched over to uh, the 200 free, I took him out of uh, the breaststroke for that. So. Yeah, you know, we made a, a couple of changes. A few things stayed the same, but, um, you know, we, we managed to make a couple of changes before uh, going into the meet today. What what made you the most happy about the way the guys participated in SWAM on Thursday? Yeah, you know, they were just really pumped and excited to, to compete again. Um, they are always there to support each other, cheer each other on, uh, no matter what events they're going to end up swimming. Um, you know, they're, always, they're happy about it. They... They love the change-up, so, um, you know, that that makes me happy if they're happy. So, yeah, you know, it, it was just a good night overall for them. What worked well in, in, in the relays for you? Yeah, so those kind of – we just really changed those up quite a bit. Um, just give some other kids a chance to swim A relays. And, and uh, you know, they, they did fine with those, um, you know, and they've been told – Relays aren't aren't set up yet. Uh, everybody's still fighting for a spot for for relays for districts. So, you know, this gave more people opportunity to to show what they have. So, um, you know, we we saw some good things, and and you know, we'll we'll look and take take those times into consideration. How close are the times to where you guys want them to be, or or are they right where you need them to be at this point of the year? Um, yeah, would I like to see some faster times? Absolutely. Um, you know, they're, they're swimming a little bit faster than they were last year at this time. So, you know, I'm happy about that, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to see some just a little bit faster. So hopefully we'll see that today yet. Do you think coming off the yardage and stuff that you guys did over Christmas, you'll start to see that here in the next, uh, you know, maybe a few, uh, a few meets? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> you know? Let's talk a little bit about today's meet. As you mentioned, you guys have made some changes. You're headed over to the Johnston Summit Middle School for the Johnston Invite. Today gets underway at around 11 o'clock on this Saturday morning. What's the meet look like today and any other changes that you're going to be making or potentially making? Uh, no, uh, invite, the entries are in and they stand as as is. So um, cannot make any changes at this point. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a great meet. We've got some great competition. Waukee's here. Um, they are a fantastic team. Uh, they're really going to show us our strength and our weaknesses. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, Johnston's got some good swimmers. Um, you know, looking forward to see what Roosevelt and, and Lewis Central have. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll uh, wait and see when competition gets going. We'll see what we got. 
Well, Deb, as always, uh, appreciate all the time you give us. Congrats on a great start to the second half of the season. Best of luck down in Johnston today, and looking forward to catching up with you again next week. All right, thank you. Head coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Boys Swim Team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. We've got Eric Noggle, the head wrestling coach for the Carroll Boys, joining us here this morning. The Tigers coming off a, a great week, going 5-0, and uh, picking up three wins on Tuesday night at home and then heading down to North Polk and getting two huge uh, Raccoon River Conference victories on Thursday night. Uh, coach, as always, appreciate your time on this Saturday morning. I appreciate it, too. Not, I don't have much of a voice, but we'll, we'll do the best we can today. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll do as best we can today. I did, Poor you. You've got another meet later on today up at the Mendenhall <laughs> up in Ames. We'll talk about that in a second. But, Coach, you and I were yeah. talking during the break. Huge win for you guys Thursday night uh, against Ballard. You ended up beating them. 39 to 36 it really came down to the final match 170 pounds yeah. chase regaler uh knocked off rhett hedrick uh four to two uh to clinch that win for you guys uh what was the difference um there for chase and what was the difference for you guys on, th- on uh, thursday night well um we started off at 182 which is kind of the best spot for us because they're one they're 182 95 220 are, are their their hammers? That's that's like the me of their lineup, and we knew that that was going to be a struggle. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they kind of bumped some people around and moved their 220 up to heavyweight, which we kind of didn't anticipate, but um, which paid off for them. So they come out and take a 24 point lead on us, and you know that that kind of makes life a little more interesting for for how things are going. And and um, then we come back and we get forfeit at 106 and. They forfeit at 13 to us, which we kind of didn't understand, but whatever. And sent somebody out at 120, and we end up bidding them at 120. And then um, I think they were trying to change 26, 32, 38, somewhere in there. And then we knew from like our 26, 32, 38, 45, 52, 60, 70, kind of in our wheelhouse. Um, I like to call it death row, murderer's row, where – our guy, where, where our strength is, and then those guys really, not that our other guys aren't strong, but just kind of where we can build the momentum, and we usually get the, the, the ball rolling there, and Kale comes out and wins a tough match, not feeling well, and Michael Roeder steps in for us at 132 pounds, and, you know, loses a tough match, you get the pinned, and, you know, now, we're, now it's getting a little bit closer, and Levi comes out with a fall, and then there's a huge match against um, Cooper Ludwig and Lane Collar, I think, and Cooper's really dominating the match and kind of goes above and beyond what we were asking him to do. And he's just a competitor and that's just who Cooper is. And Cooper wants to dominate in, in a fashion that's, that puts an exclamation point. And that's what he was doing. And kind of got caught in a, stu- a, a bad position and ended up getting beaten and getting panned. And of course they were crazy at that point and you're in a tough match and Owen Clucky comes back and gets a major decision, which was really, really huge for us. He's been wrestling really, really well right now and, and really just kind of, took that point and we knew if we could get just just win 38 just win 45 just win 52 win 60 come down to chase at the end and 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 we win the thing you know pretty pretty good and and don't have to worry about it but now we're in a battle and they end up forfeiting at gyra and we're getting on sportsman like gyra's kind of upset and 
kind of joking around, whatever, kind of throws his headgear. And so now, now it's 36, 36 going into the final match at 170 with Chase. And uh, Chase is an explosive kid. And they put one of their best kids out there from 160 and bumped him up. And, and we end up winning that one four to two, just on guts and effort and, and Chase not stopping wrestling and, and some momentum things in there to end up winning 39, 36 against a pretty good bet. Number eight Ballard team. So, I think it took a whole team effort. It took everybody to do their job and everybody to do their part. And we learned a lot about ourselves in there and realizing that, you know, we don't have to have falls all the time. We don't have to have people carry us, that we can rely on our teammates and just do our job. If we do our job, the next guy does their job. It's kind of that work, workman's mentality that it takes care of itself. You guys rolled against North Polk Thursday night as well, 51-18. So kind of kept that momentum rolling all night long. Yeah, we, we had them first, and, and which kind of, I don't know, you look out however you want. We had North Polk first, so Ballard got a chance to watch us, and, you know, they kind of started scheming a little bit and doing the best thing, and they, they threw their sink at us. And, and North Polk's down a little bit. I don't want to say they're down. They have a tough squad. They just had some guys all of a sudden just get up and quit. And I was talking to their coach before we wrestled, and he's like, I just don't understand. He had some quality guys because they wrestled um, Waukee Northwest, and I think was like in a five-point duel with them. And Northwest is a solid team. So North Polk's got that ability. So we knew we couldn't take them lightly either. But they had, they had a bunch of key parts missing for them. And, you know, when that happens, you just got to take advantage of the opportunity that's given to you. Tuesday night, you guys hosted uh, Coon Rabbits, Baird, Audubon, and Kemper. Fairly easy wins against both Audubon and Coon Rabbits Baird, but uh, you, you got the win over the Cross City rival in, in Kemper, 49-15. to 15. I know you guys really get along well because Cardinal Wrestling and you guys wrestle together all the time, but uh, that's a good win for you guys against a nice Kemper team. Yeah, it is. Kemper's got a nice team put together, and I think that's the first time in my coaching history that Carol and Kemper had full rosters. That was a 14-14 duel. I mean, it was it was fun to see every match was full and we had a bunch of JV matches. So, you know, it, it just goes to show that the youth program and what the Cardinals are doing in the community is paying off and, and both schools are benefiting from it. And, and, and that was fun to see, you know, and, and Kemper always puts up a fight anyway. And it's always fun to kind of have those moments. And then, you know, at the end of the day, shake hands and, and, and go back to work. And, you know, now your neighbors again, you know, that's always a fun opportunity. And, Shane's always got them prepared, and he's done a great job with that program over there. You know, they're they're doing good things. And even with Audubon and Coon, you know, they're down a little bit with their numbers and, and situations like that. But, but wrestling, you know, they're, it's growing around the community and county, and that's always good to see. I hate to see teams that don't have full rosters and, and open spots, and I've been there, and I hated every minute of it because you just can't compete with it. And, and it just kind of – it just sucks, basically. So <laughs> – um, but it's always fun, you know, to get that. And the atmosphere was awesome. And I mean, if you got a chance to watch it, the girls' matches were huge. And that was fun to see, turn the lights down. And everybody got crazy to watch the girls' matches. And you know, the fans were awesome. It's an exciting environment. Everybody's close to home. And it's, it's just a win-win for everybody. Coach, uh, hopefully you can get some voice back for later today. You guys head <laughs> up to the Menden Hall up in Ames. It's always loaded. I can't imagine it's any different this year. It is not. It's 17 teams of the, the best of the best. I would put them up against anybody. There's, I think we have three, 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 eight teams or three, two, eight teams in the rest are all three A's and then some, some Nebraska schools. So minute hall tournament's always a tough tournament and you never know how that's going to come out. And if you can place that tournament, you probably got good things going and, 
you know, we're just going to take it day by day and match by match and go out and, and, and compete. And hopefully us, our two A schools can compete with those three A's and, and, and show that, show what's going on and, and, and show some positivity out of there and, and come out with some, some quality wins and, and really test to see where we're at coming off of Thursday. You know, is it, is it going to be a letdown or are we going to keep that ball rolling and that momentum and, and just keep going because our January is jam packed and it's just the brutal part of it. And, not getting very many matches in December always kind of bites you in the rear end. And now that the season's going, we're going to get the test right away to see how, see where we're at and see what we got to improve on. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck with the Mendenhall coming up today. Congratulations on an outstanding week last week and looking forward to catching up with you again uh, next week. I appreciate it. And uh, as always, go Tigers. You bet. Head coach Eric Noggle again with the Carol Boys wrestling team back with more from MZ's Country Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. No, you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Back here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show, talking at Kemper Girls Wrestling right now with head coach Gary Schmitz. And uh, Gary, as always, appreciate you giving us some time on this Saturday morning. And uh, I tell you what, uh, you know, hopefully you had a happy holidays. Yeah, sure did. It was nice to have all the kids home. I, I bet. Absolutely. How is the family and how the boys doing? How's wrestling going for those guys? Not too bad. Uh <laughs> Alex is rough. Uh, he's coaching down at Martinsdale St. Mary's, and Ben's uh, hot at it at, there at Morningside in his junior year, so things are going good for him. That is a good to hear. Let's talk a little girls wrestling right now. You guys got your first meet of the year in on Thursday, uh, headed over to Nevada, had four girls go. Grace uh, City Hoffman, also Kyla Wiskus and Allie Summerfeld. Um, pretty good individual numbers. Uh, Grace finished up second place, as did uh, Kyla. Uh, Allie Summerfeld was third. And, and Sadie Smith sounded like she had a loaded bracket, finished up uh, in fourth place. Overall, how did you feel like things went? Not too bad. Um, coming out of Christmas break, there we uh, worked on um, cleaning up a few things, and and uh, I think I think it showed off. We were starting to uh, practice alongside the boys a little bit in the same room now, and uh, the atmosphere that we're wrestling in there, uh, we're picking up the tempo of our our wrestling, and that's that's kind of showing now, just kind of like I expected. Um, when you get in there and they start seeing the pace, uh, it, it translates to how they're wrestling in that, and it's kind of showing that. So, Do you feel like you guys got some good work in during the break then? Yeah, we really did. I think we started out um, just watching a little bit of film, you know, sometimes just breaking it down that way. And then uh, we ended it last week. We got together with, uh, with the Carroll High girls and uh, South Central Calhoun girls and we had a nice roll around there and uh had a lot of good feedback from both of those programs and uh it's nice roll around with somebody else other than in the same individuals that you have been uh, the previous uh month and a half two months so yeah we we had a good good uh Christmas break and we we I think we learned a few things that we need to clean up so Grace goes two and one on the day. What stood out for you about the way she wrestled? Um, the one loss she had, um, 
kind of go back there. We, we, she got caught a few times this year on, and you see, for some reason, you're seeing that a lot in the girls uh, throughout the state. A lot of, a lot of head throws. <laughs> I've heard that comment from many coaches. It's like, man, there's a lot of head throws. So, and, and, and she's kind of nervous about it. And I said, you know, sometimes you just got to pull the, pull the trigger a little bit and not worry about what the other individual so much is going to do, but what you can control. And uh, we, we worked on how to uh, counter some of that stuff when, you know, when you know the individual that you're wrestling is looking for that kind of move how to prevent yourself from getting into it. And if you do, how to, how to get out of it. Um, so she's a little tentative yet on, on pulling the trigger on her own shots, but she, um, last night she got caught one time in one and, but she, she worked her way out of it, which was good. That's, that's a bonus. Cause before she, she, she wouldn't have done that. And that's, that was some things she worked on. So she has improved in that manner. And, uh, just getting her to um, can be confident in her shot. She really has a nice shot when she pulls the trigger on it. And uh, that's the key right now is just being confident on that. And, and she's showing that at times, but she's still a little tentative because I think in the back of her mind she doesn't want to get caught in these head throws and stuff. So, And, that, and that's uh, understandable. Kyla Wiskus did pick up a win for you on Thursday as well. Uh, what did you see from her in getting her fall uh, where she knocked off Chloe Knox of uh, a valley? Well, she, um, this girl that she wrestled was a little bit taller, lankier. Um, what I've noticed about Kyla is she is really listening well in the room on putting a, a do, get, staying in position a little bit better. Um, and she's building her hips back up off the mat. Um, too often with these, some of these new wrestlers, they, they get flat and their hips are flat and they don't understand that they, they lose a lot of leverage when they, they're flat on the mat like that. And her and Allie have done a lot of work and they've made a lot of improvements on building their base back up and not giving, giving up the, the turns and stuff because earlier in the season, just in, just in their first uh, month of wrestling, um, they, they, they'd get turned right away and they didn't understand how to counteract the leverage that the other, the opponents get, you know, applying it to them. So she has made a lot of improvements on that. And like last night, when you got a long, long, lanky wrestler, they have a lot of leverage because of that length. And she really did a great job of countering that. And she turned um, this girl because because of some of her techniques that she's really been paying attention to. So I am really proud of the way she wrestled and uh, came back on that mat and uh, countered the countered the move that the girl was doing, and she uh, turned her. So, Coach, I misspoke at the beginning of it. Uh, you guys did wrestle on Tuesday. I forgot up at uh, Carroll yep, High. Yep. Uh, so. How did you feel like that night went, especially coming right onto the break? There was probably no school that day, concerns about whether the meet was going to even go on with the weather. So how did things go? Um, you know, the environment, that, that, that meet up there, um, and, and it was one of the deals. We weren't sure how that's going to work because we didn't know if we'd get matches. Um, I know when we, we, we dueled Audubon, we didn't have anybody that matched up with us, so we didn't even get no matches there. Um, against Carroll, we had, we had three matches. Um, I think we went one and two. Yep. Um, so, um, 
Grace wrestled Julia Canny, and uh, that was the first time the in the season that uh, we've been trying to work Grace down to her minimum, and she got there. And um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a terrible cut for her, but it, and I, it's always one of those the first time you do it, you feel a little depleted on on your energy. And uh, it kind of showed the way she wrestled a little bit. She was a little lackluster um, on the way she came out. Um, she always gives a lot of effort there, but there was, I could tell she was, she was just felt tired and uh, maybe that's sitting around all day too. And just coming out of the break, you know, that maybe that had a little bit to do with it, but uh, uh, she understands what she needs to do. And, and uh, we actually found out there that they'll be in our state, our, our regional and, uh, That'll, that'll that'll play part into in the seedings and stuff, and uh, we'll we'll come back and uh, work on a few things there to uh, if we end up matching up again. But um, we got a lot of season before that. So um, Sadie, uh, she got the win for us. Um, she had some <laughs> anybody who was there. She she was probably one match. So it's a learning experience. Um, when a, when a wrestler comes up, they got only so long to return a, re, return your opponent to the mat, and she she almost got DQ'd because you can only do that so many times, and that was a, a you know a learning experience. She still got the win, but it was a learning experience that that's a big no-no that <laughs> you could get DQ'd from that. So um, we we talked about it, and uh, and uh, hopefully uh, she understands the whole situation, the mat awareness and whatnot. So. You know, it was a good thing that it happened there and not in a big, big match that could cost her a chance to get to the state tournament. So, Coach, you guys on the road today at West Central Valley. What are you looking for today out of the girls? Well, you know, we, we haven't had a chance to wrestle a lot of uh, morning starts like that on a Saturday. And uh, it can play factors on getting up in the morning and uh, – you know, getting getting food back in your body there, get get the fuel back in, and uh, wrestling an all day tournament like that. So it, it, you those days usually are a little more drug out, and uh, that was another comment that uh, I know Grace made was being prepared for her match because sometimes um, when you're watching the schedule throughout the day, um, all of a sudden it's a sometimes a surprise that you're up in especially bracketed tournaments. So that there alone is going to be a learning experience because it'll, it'll dictate on how the regional tournament is ran too. So um, we'll, we'll learn some things there just starting out in the morning like that on how to prepare for uh, tournament style wrestling. So, Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck, and uh, we appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. You bet. Well, thank you much. You bet. Head coach Gary Schmitz again with the Kemper Girls Wrestling Team. More from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. Becoming a professional race car driver takes time. Quitting smoking does too. It's not about stopping in one day. It's about starting with day one. Get the resources and support you need to quit smoking at cancer.org slash smokeout. Talk a little bit of Kemper Boys Wrestling now as head coach Shane Vaughn joining us. Knights have had a busy week uh, on Thursday. Uh, they headed down to Crested along with St. Albert and Clarinda for a quad and also were part of that uh, quad up at uh, Carroll High School on Tuesday night as well. Coach, appreciate you joining us uh, and uh, how's things been going? Yeah, it's been going well. 
you know, we had a lot of a lot of pretty good practices. Um, we're able to kind of slow down and focus on a few areas, but then, you know, kind of pick the pace up and get a little tougher as well over break. And I think we're kind of seeing the, the fruits of that right now, um, just in the way we're competing and our mindset as we approach stuff. So that's been really nice to see coming out of a break. What has stood out for you about what you guys picked up with what you worked on over break that uh, has, you know, shown up well for you since you started wrestling again this week? I've been really impressed with our mentality this week. Um, you know, we've had some guys that even in losses are battling more than they have before. And guys that are, you know, wrestling a full six minutes are making it, making it a battle to score points against them as opposed to giving stuff up. And so it's, it's great to see because anytime you do that, you put yourself in a position to go, you know, take a match late or, you know, just kind of keep yourself involved, keep yourself in the conversation. And, we, you know, we have guys that are just battling right now. I mean, there's not really a better way to put it. We're just fighting. And, and that's really fun to be a part of. Coach, uh, let's talk Thursday night. Uh, you guys headed down to Creston, uh, lost to Creston, uh, who is always really, really solid, but got uh, dominant wins, really, over St. Albert, uh, winning that one 69-12 and beating Clorinda 54-26. Uh, to 26. What stood out for you about the way the guys wrestled on Thursday, and especially in those wins over St. Albert and Clorinda? Uh, just, you know, again, our, our heart, our mentality, um, you know, St. Albert has some scrappy kids for sure, but they, they don't have a very full lineup. And so sometimes it's kind of tough to, to have your kids get up for that because, you know, in, in their minds sometimes the duel's already won. And so, you know, a little more lax days ago, but that wasn't really the case on Thursday. Um, we went out and competed. We had guys, you know, pick up a couple nice wins here and there. Um, same thing against Clarinda. You know, we had a few really nice wins in that one and a few close losses where it's like, you know, hey, that, that's a match we stayed in that maybe on paper we shouldn't have. And so that's, that's really good to see, especially as we come to the back half of the season here. Got three wins by decision uh, against Creston in that loss. Uh, Kobe Pierce had a, a good night overall for you guys. Picked up a really tight one there, three to one. Now, what was the difference in his win against Creston? And he's starting to figure it out. Um, Kobe's just all hustle. I mean, he, he works really hard. He's going to go, go, go for six minutes, and he's starting to put the technical aspects together. And when he can put his his pace and his strength together with some more technique, he's he's fun to watch. He's improving pretty pretty rapidly, and, you know, you can never really count him out just because he's, he's going to keep going no matter what. Like, he's going to come after you. So that one was just, just pace and heart. I mean, it was, it was a gutted out win and good 3-2 victory over a pretty solid kid from Creston. So, Good, good way to start the night because um, that was our second match following Tate Barrett, who had a nice win as well at 82. Um, he's another one putting things together right now and kind of coming along. So a lot of good things happening there. You mentioned guys that wrestled well. Riley Parkas has wrestled well all season for you. What did you see from him on Thursday? His offense is really getting going. Um, you know, Riley's got a lot of tools available to him, and when he opens up and starts firing off attacks, he's really fun to watch because he can put up points. And, you know, the again, the Creston kid here also was pretty solid, and he opened up and was able to win 7-2, and just kind of a nice all-around performance from him. Happy with what you saw and, and stuff on Thursday after that long drive down to Creston? Yeah. Um, you know, overall, good feelings taken away. Now we can kind of nitpick, and, you know, there are a few things that we still really need to clean up, uh, a few mistakes that we shouldn't be making at this point in the season, but that number is, is shrinking. You know, it's little things, and we're starting to come back from it, and, you know, we're, we're getting there. Um, right now where we are compared to where we are or where we were like a month ago, I feel a lot better. 
Tuesday night, again, mentioned you guys were up at Carroll High along with Audubon and Coon Rapids Bear. You went 2-1 and one on the night, uh, ended up uh, falling to Carroll High, 49-15, uh, to 15, but beat Audubon 78-3 and knocked off Coon Rapids Bear 53-30. Um, really wes- wrestled pretty well the way it looks. Went 5-1 and one against Audubon, 8-5 uh, and five against Coon Rapids Bear in matches that were wrestled. Um, what stood out for you about uh, the performance for you guys on Tuesday night? You know, again, um, Audubon and Coon, well, Coon actually had a, a pretty full lineup, so we had to had to go out and scrap and had to go out and take matches from them. Um, you know, it's good to see their program kind of starting to build back up. They've got a lot of scrappy kids, but we were able to stay focused and get it done there. Um, Audubon, you know, kind of like what I talked about before, not a very full lineup, but our guys were focused and they went out and kind of wanted to make a statement and, you know, win the matches that we were able to win and looked pretty good in that one. And then Carroll High, Coach, uh, I, I know that it's a rivalry, but it's a, it's a fun rivalry. You coaches get along really well. You guys all work with Cardinal Wrestling, so all the kids and coaches know each other so well. What's it like getting to wrestle those guys in the regular season? It's fun. You know, it's really fun. Uh, like you said, we have a pretty good relationship with the Carroll High staff. Um, you know, talking to Noggle, we, we kind of have an agreement that, you know, we love each other 364 days a year. <laughs> and this past Tuesday was that one day where, you know, little more rivalry it's a it's a fun rivalry it's all good you know good-hearted light light fun but we always want to go compete against them um and we had a couple nice wins in there had a couple losses where you know we know we're capable of closing the gap or kind of trying to turn things around but again anytime you've got a crosstown rivalry especially when the kids know each other that well it's it's going to be electric they had a great environment going on so it was a really fun night to be a part of and coach, I got to ask you about one match there, the 132 pound match. Uh, two ranked wrestlers, Riley Parkas edges Kale Nelson, three to two. Uh, how did that one finish, and how was Riley able to get that win? Riley was pretty methodical. Um, you know, picked his attacks well. Kind of knew what he needed to do. Um, you know, Kale's a great wrestler. He stays in a really good position. He's hard to score on, and Riley just knew not to force it. Um, he knew if he he picked his spots, he got to his attacks when he wanted to it would open up for him, and it was a nice win. Just kind of a good overall match between two great competitors. You guys on the road today. You're headed to Tri-Center for their tournament on this uh, Saturday. Um, what's the goals for you guys today, and what's the tournament look like? Uh, it's a tough tournament. Um, Tri-Center is always a good one. You know, good that first Saturday after break, we want a good, tough one for us, and, you know, this is a great spot to be, um, especially this year with our postseason layout. We've got a lot of teams from our district that we're going to see this weekend so it's really important to come out and attack it and get after it and kind of you know make that early statement that will be a factor down the road at districts well coach as always appreciate your time congrats on an outstanding week to start the second half of the season best of luck coming up later on today yeah thank you very much you bet head coach shane vaughn again with the kemper boys wrestling team we've got more from the mc country cafe coaches show that's next here on kcim From your first sunrise to the sunset of life, we are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Visit socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Sam Vanami, the Carroll Girls wrestling coach, joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Tigers uh, hosted Ottoman and Kemper on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, also uh, was uh, Coon Rapids Baird there, but they do not have a girls team this year as it was a nice boys and girls matchup, Coach. That kind of had to be fun to, to have both the boys and girls all at the same arena and kind of wrestling on Tuesday. Yeah, it was a fun night. 
it was, I mean, the girls were ready to go. We hadn't wrestled in a while, so it was a lot of fun. How was the break for you and the girls, and what did you guys focus on? We we focused on going back to the basics, um, just kind of perfecting things um, to help build up the confidence for the girls. Um, they were, you know, breaking each step down for one another and talking through it and just really communicating better as a whole, and that seemed to really help. There's a lot of a lot of it was just clicking for some of the girls over breaking into this last meet that we had on Tuesday with Kemper and um, and Ottoman, and you could see it on the mat where the confidence is growing, and they knew, you know, yeah, this is the move that I want to make and why I want to make it without questioning themselves, and it paid off. You mentioned to me during the break here um, before we came back on the air that um, you were really pretty excited coming out of Tuesday night. What was it that really excited you? I think we were just ready. It had been, you know, it had been a minute since we had wrestled, and, again, just going over the moves that um, we've been working on, the girls just, the confidence had grown and we're on the downhill side now, you know, the regionals are going to be coming up and the girls are just, they're looking forward to matches and just their ability has just grown so much. And it was just really exciting to, like I said, go out. It was our first home meet and to have the fans behind us like we did on Tuesday. It was, it just helped the girls so much. Four and one in the matches against Audubon. The wins for Avery Burke, uh, Avery Burke, uh, Chloe Jones, Elia Noggle, and uh, and Emma Grossman. Uh, all of them winning by fall. Uh, anything in particular stand out about you for the girls with the way they wrestled against Audubon? Against Audubon, Avery's was short and sweet. She at <laughs> twenty nine seconds. Yeah, in twenty nine seconds, she was ready to go out there, and uh, it was that was fun to watch and. Then, uh, you know, Chloe, she said from the get-go, she said, I'm, I want a pin. I want it. I, I need it. And I said, okay, well, then go out there and go get it. And she, sure, you know, she worked hard and she got it. It's same thing with Ayla. We've been working on moves and perfecting. And Ayla went out there and she worked hard and she got it. And, it, again, just so much fun to watch these girls and seeing it click and their confidence building and to have the crowd behind them and, you know, walking with their head a little bit higher each time. It's just. It's so much fun to watch these girls just grow. And Emma Grossman also getting a pin in just a minute uh, 44. So it took her under uh, under one period to get her win as well. Yeah, and honestly, she was caught off guard because she didn't know that she was going to be wrestling until almost the last minute. And <laughs> that didn't seem to you know slow anything down for her, though. She went out there and she did what she had to do and walked away very proud of herself, as she should have. You guys able to wrestle Kemper that night? Only three matches that night. Uh, you went to two and one in those. A big win for Julia Caney against Grace Hoffman, who has wrestled for quite uh, a while, and Julia able to get the pin. So how have you seen her grow so far? Julia's just a hard worker. She she doesn't say a whole lot, and she knows what she wants to work on. She asks the right questions when she needs to, and she just she goes to work. And I think that's you know the best kind of athlete she always wants to get better. She always wants to improve. She knows what she, her body's comfortable with and she's confident in that. And it paid off against Grace, you know, and Grace is a good competitor. So I was so proud of her for just working and studying the moves that she wanted to and accomplishing what she set out to do. Sonny McGowan got your other win the other night, uh, picked up a win by fall. Yes. I, Sonny again is one of those that, you know, she's, 
she knows what she's doing, but getting that confidence to just click and just recently it's just it's finally clicked and you can see it in her face and you can see it in her moves and when she talks about wrestling moves and that was by far my favorite match of the night just because she needed that and it was again a confidence booster for her and I'm so stinking proud of her for getting that accomplished. Got to bring up Brianna Kiger here. She ended up losing to Sadie Smith, who's a really good wrestler for Kemper, but 18 to 12. So it seemed like a lot of moves, a lot of points scored for both girls in that one. Yeah, that was a good match. And honestly, again, I couldn't be upset with anything that Bree did. It was something um, that we could just work on as far as, you know, if this, then that, and some of the moves that she could have potentially have done in order to get, make that match end a lot quicker than it should have, uh, as long as it did. But, I mean, she held her own. Every time she was either knocked down or on the, you know, starting on the bottom, she got up. She was not afraid to compete. So she did exactly what she was supposed to be doing. Headed to Ogden today for a big girls tournament there. Um, what are you hoping to see, and, and what's that tournament look like uh, from the outside right now? Actually, we are not going to Ogden. We will be going to Ames okay. with our boys on Saturday. Um, and... So it's going it's to be a long day. We are going to be just, again, going out there and doing the moves that we've been perfecting and just not worrying about our competitors, just worrying about what we need to do. I tell you what, if the Ames Girls Tournament's anything like that Ames Boys Tournament, you're going to see some great competition there. That's That's what I keep hearing. So we're excited to be a part of it and just, you know, again, this is making history. So kind of can't do anything wrong except for just show up and do our best absolutely well coach as always appreciate your time wish you the best of luck in Ames and looking forward to seeing how the girls do awesome thanks for talking you bet head coach Sam Vanami again with the Carroll girls wrestling team we'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe coaching show coming up here on KCIM over the years you've brought opioids into your home they helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Time to wrap up the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Want to run you through that schedule again today in basketball. Kemper host Sac County. I'm going to have that doubleheader for you on kick 106.7. Girls games tipping at 4 today. Pre-game coverage around 345. You can also watch and listen to it on the Carroll Broadcasting YouTube channel. Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network YouTube channel, that is. Elsewhere in basketball, South Central Calhoun goes to South Hamilton in wrestling. Carroll boys and Carroll girls are at the Mendenhall Tournament up in Ames. South Central Calhoun and ESAC girls go to Ogden. Kemper boys are at Tri-Center. Kemper girls go to West Central Valley. South Central Calhoun boys are down at the Coon Rabbits Baird Tournament. Audubon girls are at Loma. Audubon boys go to Atlantic. Carroll boys swim team also over at the Johnston Invite over at the Summit Middle School today. Want to thank Andrew Klink, Katie Cook, Randy Beeson, Sean Manahan, Deb Danner, Eric Nagel, Gary Schmitz, Shane Vaughn, and Sam Vanami all for joining us on this Saturday morning. And thank you as well for tuning in right here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. That's going to wrap it up. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you from out at Kemper coming up later on this afternoon.